This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young, and it's brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. And the UFA Cooperative, now open in Yorkton and Weyburn. UFA is the exclusive distributor of Diesel X Gold, premium fuel that improves power and saves you money. Today, the Public Sector Alliance of Canada worker strike is now one week in, and the president of APAS wants a deal done as soon as possible. Saskatchewan and Japan's current trade relationship will, will be made stronger thanks to an agreement signed at the legislature. And the annual reminder to be mindful of hantavirus when spring cleaning on the farm. And the farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Municipal Hail Insurance, farmers insuring farmers. See Municipal Hail Viterra Port facilities in Vancouver and Montreal are the sites of picket lines set up as the public sector's Alliance of Canada strike is in its seventh day. President of the Agricultural Union with PSAC, Milton Dyke, says about 80 people were on the line in Vancouver in support of striking Canadian Grain Commission employees. A report from the Western Producer says the employees are protesting the use of outside grain inspectors. He says workers are concerned about the integrity of the samples, saying unregulated inspectors may be biased while the Grain Commission is impartial. He added picket lines are set up at Agriculture Canada research centres across the nation, including Swift Current and Indian Head. APAS President Ian Boxall is hoping for a quick contract settlement to avoid grain shipment delays. I guess not surprised to hear that that's happened. I think the union will make sure that their best interests are kept at the forefront of this as this strike continues on. Are you disappointed with this impact, the impact it may have on grain movement? Well, I think that, and that's one of my biggest concerns through all this strike is that, you know, our products that are shipped through our ports in Canada are needed around the world and not having the people in place to grade them and grain that we just don't need at this time when our products are needed, and that's going to trickle down to have effects at the country elevators here in, here in Western Canada where they're going to be full and we're not going to be able to deliver our grain and get paid as we go into our most expensive season. So you broke up a little bit there, so I have to kind of re-ask. So you're, you're worried and concerned about grain movement? Yeah, I am. You bet. Because if the ports are full and they can't get shipping done out of the out of the port, then it's going to trickle down to the country elevator and we won't be able to deliver it, which means we won't be able to get paid for the grain because we can't deliver it as we go into spring here, which Saskatchewan farmers spend billions of dollars in the spring to put the crop in the ground. So tell me about the thought of picket lines up at research centers uh, cr- across the country, including Swift Current and Indian Head. And that's another concern is, you know, is the workers on these research farms, they're getting ready to plant as well. And all the, you know, all the knowledge that is gained from these research farms and varieties and disease and, and disease management, pest management, if they don't get that crop seeded, those plots seeded, we'll lose another year, we'll lose a year of research, which is also a huge 
detriment to you know Western Canadian agriculture. APAS put out a statement today expressing concern about the strike and uncertainty for farmers. Just what is your statement here saying? Well, I think I think it's that. I think it's our supply chain. It's you know our our customers are looking at us to to supply these products, and if we have more delays in our supply chain, we just end up looking like an unreliable source for product. That's a concern. The research side is a concern. I think there's some concern with CRA people being on strike as well and getting tax returns done in a timely fashion that are used for, you know, ag programs and stuff like that. So there's some big concerns in the ag sector with this strike. And I think another one that, you know, Canadian producers use a lot of is the temporary foreign workers program. I talked to a friend of mine today who's worker he was bringing in is now delayed in that process as well so you know temporary foreign workers are used across the agriculture sector and that program has been delayed now so i think we're just asking i i'm I'm, you know i'm not a union person or a union expert i'm not a labor expert i'm just asking them to get to the table and come to resolve so that we can get back on track with what needs done here in canada yeah i see your statement says you want a, a mutual agreement quickly yeah, you bet. I think the be- what's best for Canadians is for the government and the union to come to an agreement that works for both parties. Now, on another topic, how's seeding looking for you? We had quite a snowstorm in the south part of the country. So there's still some snow banks around in the fence lines up here in the northeast. I think we're, you know, I think within a week to 10 days, guys will be thinking about doing some stuff on the land. So, you know, I need the temperature to come up a bit. It's cool here today, but hopefully things turn around and we'll be in the field here in the first early part of May. Ian Boxall is the president of APAS. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. Saskatchewan and Japan are growing their trade relationship. A memorandum of cooperation has been signed between the province and Japan's Overseas Infrastructure Investment Corporation, or JOIN for short, a government agency that supports Japanese businesses abroad, especially in the area of infrastructure. Saskatchewan Trade and Export Minister Jeremy Harrison says the agreement is the outcome of his most recent trade mission to Japan two months ago. The MOC will encourage Japan to support infrastructure investment in multiple sectors, such as helium. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of natural resources. Helium is an area where Japan has a very significant interest in securing long-term, stable, reliable helium supplies. Um, this is really an emerging, uh, emerging industry here in Saskatchewan. Um, so that is one area where they are very interested in exploring what investment might look like. You know, potash and, and ag commodities have been long-standing areas where we've had very deep relationships. But I think that those relationships are going to be even larger and deeper and longer term because of the uncertainty created um, with the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. Um, what we have seen that reflected in this being one of the examples are countries around the world that are, are even more interested in having long-term relationships on the supply of these critical commodities from friendly countries. And that really is our value proposition in Saskatchewan. Stable, reliable, long-term partnership, that's what we're all about and that's what they're looking for. Harrison adds this will also benefit farmers. Well, I mean, it's another market, right? I mean, we're always uh, we're always looking for more markets. We're producing more than we ever have before, and I mean, that's slightly weather dependent every given year. But having more markets, having larger markets, that is a positive thing. That has an impact on the farm gate, and uh, ultimately, I mean, that means more people are working here as well. The president of Join, Tatsuhiko Takesada, is looking forward to strengthening relations with Saskatchewan. It's honor for me to have signed the MOU with your government 
that uh, we would like to promote a more uh, infrastructure business in here with Japanese. Also, that we, I'd like to seek the more uh, business with your uh, private sectors, not in the Saskatchewan, but in other states or in other third countries. Well, uh, the Japanese government uh, first priority policy is uh, free and open in the Pacific. In that context, that uh, Canada is uh, one of the most important partner that uh, which uh, Prime Minister Office uh, directed to me. So we would like to strengthen the uh, relation with Canada and Japan more and more, and especially. Uh, I had uh, uh, MOU with uh, British Columbia and Alberta, and now Saskatchewan. So, uh, especially I'd like to uh, consider the relation uh, with uh, three states, Western three states. Uh, I hope that, uh, uh, but this is uh, just the start of the relation that I hope that uh, uh, we have to strengthen this relation and uh, uh, as soon as possible, we would like to do the more business in Saskatchewan. Thank you very much. Japan is one of Saskatchewan's largest export markets, as more than $1.2 billion in goods, mainly agri-food products, were sent to the nation last year. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Now today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealer. There will be slightly more wheat and canola acres seeded in Canada this year compared to last year if traders and analysts are correct with their estimates. Statistics Canada will release its first survey-based acreage estimates for the 2023-24 marketing year tomorrow. Other than drier and cooler conditions in southern Manitoba, the weather outlook for western Canada appears to be similar to last year. However, other factors such as the potential for flooding in the Red River Valley and volatile global prices could have effects on acreage. Markets farm expert Bruce Burnett says that as long as we don't get extremely regular or large amounts of precipitation in May, we should be able to get the crop planted in a decent manner. He says our soil moisture situation will be good, but we don't have excess soil moisture on the eastern prairies. Canadian National Railway has upped its financial forecast for the year after reaping record first quarter revenues from a bumper grain crop and higher oil prices. The sunny outlook comes despite the CEO expecting a shrinking economy throughout much of the year as volumes sag for shipping containers and some bulk cargo. Chief Executive Tracy Robinson says the railway's current volumes indicate a mild recession and it's unclear how long it will go on. However, as overall volumes slip, the company plans to avoid cutting employees and focus on training locomotive engineers. CN and CP Rail supplied a combined 94% of hopper cars ordered in Grain Week 37, an improvement from the previous week's 87%. The improvement reflects improved performance for each of CN and CP. In supplying 93% of hopper cars ordered on time in Week 37, 
CN's performance improved from the 88% order fulfillment performance seen in week 36 and returned above the 90% performance threshold, having now achieved that in five of the last six weeks. CP order fulfillment performance also improved, with the railway supplying 96% of cars ordered, up from the 87% performance seen the previous week. CP also returns above the 90% threshold, having now achieved that mark in four of the last five weeks. A Canadian ag organization is in a transition period as it searches for new permanent leadership. Grain Growers of Canada is seeking a new executive director after Erin Gowerluck departed the organization after five years. She is the new president of the Canada Grains Council. The Grain Growers has established a hiring committee to oversee the process of finding a new executive director. It's also named its interim leadership. Tyler Bjornson and Associates will lead the organization until a new permanent executive director comes on board. In an interesting note, Gowerluck is replacing Bjornson as president of the Canada Grains Council. Bjornson's industry experience also includes acting as vice president of the Canola Council of Canada for nearly three years and spending two years as the director of transformation with Viterra. Prince Edward Island's former agriculture minister is again its current ag minister in a post-election cabinet shuffle by returning Premier Dennis King. Blois Thompson, who was ag minister from 2019 until last summer, was again appointed as King's Minister of Agriculture, Justice and Public Safety, and Attorney General. King's shuffle also decouples what was until now the Ministry of Agriculture and Land. The latter file now goes to a realigned Department of Housing, Land and Communities to be led by Rob Lance, the rookie progressive conservative MLA. Thompson is a third-generation dairy farmer and former board member with the Dairy Farmers of PEI. Italy's largest river is already as low as it was last summer, with the winter snowfields that normally save it from drying up over the warmer months having receded by 75%. The drought is already causing people reliant on the Po River to course correct. Navigation of the waterway will soon become impossible if abundant rainfall doesn't arrive soon. The river is home to fishers and boats, feeds rich farmlands, powers turbines, and quenches local populations while also maintaining tourism. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your Agri Weather Forecast on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. In Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, a partly cloudy sky, winds out of the south at 40, gusting to 60 kilometers an hour, and a high of 7 degrees. Tonight, mainly cloudy, with a 60% chance of showers overnight. Winds from the south at 40, gusting to 60, then becoming uh, the northwest, coming from the northwest rather, at 30, gusting to 50 kilometers an hour overnight. A low is 3 degrees. Wednesday, clearing in the morning, winds from the northeast at 30, gusting to 50, increasing to 70 kilometers an hour near noon, high of 12, the low plus 1. 
Partly cloudy on Thursday, a high of 12, the low minus 4. Friday sunny, a high of 16 degrees, the low plus 1. Saturday sunny, high of 14 degrees, the low minus 2. More of the same on Sunday, sunny, high 14, low minus 2. And Monday sunshine, and a high of 16 degrees. The normal high is 15 degrees, the normal low 0. The sun rose at 545 this morning, and the sun will set at 8.09 p.m. tonight. The hot spot in Saskatchewan, up in Stony Rapids at 7 degrees. The cold spot, once again, Cypress Hills, they've been in the cold spot a lot lately. They're at minus 6 degrees. Meanwhile, in Regina, it's partly cloudy. Southeast wind at 41 to 53 kilometers an hour. Humidity at 63%. Temperature at 7 degrees Celsius. That's 44 Fahrenheit. Barometric pressure is at 102.2 and going down. In Moose Jaw, mostly cloudy. Winds from the southeast at 30 to 39 kilometers an hour. Temperature is a little warmer than Regina at 10 degrees. Meanwhile, in Estevan, it's minus 1. Saskatoon, 0. Swift Current, minus 3. Weyburn, minus 2. And in Yorkton, minus 1 degree. Again in Regina, partly cloudy, 7 degrees. Winds from the southeast at 41 to 53. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada. Before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils, maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com. And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. Pulse breeding in Saskatchewan is headed in a new direction. The Saskatchewan Pulse Growers partnered with Lima Grain in July of 2022. Jason Reinheimer is the head of cereals and pulse research with Lima Grain. He notes that some of their pulse varieties are already in the registration process. I was in Canada, I think it was two weeks ago now, uh, at the registration meetings in, in Banff. And at that meeting, I had the pleasure to participate in in the, the registration meetings, which was related to the pulse crops. During those meetings, we were successful in getting support for registration for 12 uh, lentil varieties and 5P varieties. So... You know, within the, those uh, lines that we had supported for registration, we have a good cross-section across all uh, major um, classes in both pea and lentils, so both green and yellow peas and uh, small red uh, and and the different green lentil types. So, you know, in, in that material, I, I see a lot of high-performing and, and, you know, lines with uh, the potential to deliver a lot more value to growers. And so I guess the next step for us is to uh, find partners who are going to facilitate us in, in bringing these lines to market and ensuring that, um, you know, we're able to enter the lines into into provincial trials, ensure that uh, farmers can gather, you know, the most um, up-to-date evaluation data on, on these new lines. And then, and hopefully the next, you know, two to three years we can be, delivering uh, new varieties and, and having farmers growing uh, varieties through this commercialization path. He then shares some of the new materials that will be seen in pulse crops in the future. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, this is an area that I'm quite excited about. Uh, you know, I, d I did allude to the 
the work on the phanomyces in peas and and a lot of the research in in this area has has come from both europe and and north america but uh you know being able to uh, quickly manipulate uh, the genetics behind some new sources of, of variation for that really important trait for me is, a, is, is such an important thing that we can do very quickly so um one of the one of the things we need to develop uh, to be able to do this well is the, the molecular tools and the platforms to be able to uh, you know quickly understand the genetic variation you have and combine it together into into high performing commercially uh, viable products. And so the beauty of working in a in a company like Limagrain is we invest in a, a diversity of crops. Uh, we have some crops that. Uh, able to generate enough revenue to be able to invest heavily in, in new technologies. Corn, for example, is is one that um, that we were able to, to invest heavily in new technology. And what that enables us to do is to leverage the existing technology that's been developed and apply it to some of the smaller crops that would not necessarily have this kind of investment in, you know, into in molecular platforms and, and other ways to manipulate, uh, you know, in the breeding program. So for us now, it's, it's, it's really important that we take these, these technologies such as rapid cycle breeding, genomic selection, marker assisted selection and other tools uh, and apply them to, to, to lentils and peas. And, and then, you know, we're able to increase the rates of genetic gain much faster and deliver that faster uh, to, to Saskatchewan growers. Um, you know, it's one of the other key targets that uh, SPG and Saskatchewan growers have, have communicated to us quite strongly is about herbicide tolerance systems in, in lentils. And, you know, obviously this is a key focus for us as well. And just, you know, finding the right research and, and, and partnerships to be able to, you know, tackle this, this issue um, most effectively is something that's highly our agenda and, and, and something we've been working very intensively on over the last a little while. Jason Reinheimer is the head of cereals and pulse research with Limagrain. His comments come from the Pulse of the Prairies podcast. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Dengelman Industries. Look to Dengelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. In Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. The springtime usually means cleaning up buildings and vehicles, and Saskatchewan residents are reminded to do that safely to prevent the spread of hantavirus. Infection is caused by breathing in contaminated airborne particles from the droppings, urine, and saliva of infected deer mice. It can cause a rare but fatal lung disease called hantavirus pulmonary syndrome. Symptoms, including headache, fever, muscle aches, nausea, and vomiting, can develop within one to six weeks of exposure. Tips include ventilate the building 30 minutes before cleaning, wearing goggles, well-fitting filter mask, gloves while cleaning, use wet cleaning methods, and wash exposed clothes and bedding with detergent in hot water. The province says there have been 37 cases of hantavirus between 1994 and 2022. 13 of which were fatal. Back in a moment. Here's the market updates with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. The market update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community, and Nelson GM of Cinnaboya and Avonlea. Looking for the perfect vehicle? They'll find a match that exactly fits your agriculture lifestyle. 
proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading today. Canola went down $5.20 to $7.17.92 a metric ton. Number one red spring wheat fell $2.81 at $3.73.61. The rest were unchanged. Durham at $4.33.68. Feed barley $3.57.58. Chickpeas $10.58.22. Flax $5.41.98. Lentils $7.93.50. Oats $2.20.32. Yellow peas $4.02.60 and feed wheat 289.55. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for May is down 11 and 3 quarter cents at 8.31 a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock at 842-4574. Now the latest Livestock Quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of April 25th. Our last regular sale was on April 12th. The market is still holding strong. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.22 to $1.44. D3 cows sold from $1.05 to $1.20. Counter cows sold from $0.60 cents to $0.80. Cents. Hefferettes sold from $1.75 to $2.10. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.45 to $1.65. Our last pre-sorted sale was on April 10th. For 50 to 500 pound steers averaged three dollars at 16 cents and sold up to three dollars at 33 cents 500 to 550 pound steers averaged three dollars at three cents and sold up to three dollars at 33 cents 550 to 600 pound steers averaged three dollars at 10 cents and sold up to three dollars at 29 cents 600 to 650 pound steers averaged two dollars at 92 cents and sold up to three dollars at 24 cents 650 to 700 pound steers averaged two dollars and 95 cents and sold up to three dollars at 13 cents 700 to 800 pound steers averaged two dollars at 74 cents and sold up to two dollars and 99 cents and 800 to 900 pound steers averaged three two dollars at 64 cents and sold up to two dollars and 79 cents heifers were 30 to 35 cents back from the steers this has been stephanie digg reporting from the weyburn livestock exchange the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices, they're currently at $180.70 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Germany's president is visiting B.C. today on the third day of his four-day trip to Canada. Frank-Walter Steinmeier is slated to take a tour of the Burnaby fuel cell company Cellcentric before going to Vancouver for a roundtable discussion with German and Canadian business representatives. He will later tour Vancouver Harbour by boat and visit the University of BC's Smart Hydrogen Energy District, a soon-to-open hydrogen fueling station. And Colorado is set to become the first state to sign a right-to-repair law, allowing farmers to fix their own equipment with a bill signing this afternoon by Democratic Governor Jared Polis of Colorado. Once signed, the law forces manufacturers to provide the necessary manuals, tools, parts, and software to farmers so they can fix their own machines. 
At least 10 other states are considering similar legislation, including Florida, Maryland, and Texas. The legislation follows an outcry from farmers that manufacturers forced them to wait precious days for a servicer to arrive when one of their machines broke down. On the markets, the TSX is down 161 points at 20,515. The Dow has dropped 142 points to 33,733. Oil is down $1.21 at $77.55 per barrel. And the Canadian dollar is at 73.30 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Peace be with you. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of the broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news, on your voice for everything ag, 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.